we have these crossroads. And you know, either way you choose, your life is going to be different. The universe doesn't exist, but God thinks it does. We have to stop consuming our culture. We have to create culture. Stupidity has a definite evolutionary function. I am all for abolishing stupidity, but before it goes, we should pay tribute to it. Hello and welcome to The Nonsense Bazaar. I'm Sequoia Kennedy. And I'm Willow Truman. Willow. Yes. I want to talk about temptation. <laughs> My favorite topic. <laughs> A very specific type of temptation. Mm, to do dangerous things that aren't good for you? The type of temptation where if you see a sign that says, keep off the grass. Oh, I want the grass. What's the first thing that's going into your head? I want to touch it. I'm going to get on that motherfucking grass. Yeah. I'm going to put my feet all over that motherfucking grass. Keep out. Fuck you. Let me in. Oh, I was at a crystal shop today. You know, signs like don't touch the stuff. Touched oh, all of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Danger high voltage. Let me lick that son of a bitch. Oh, I was. I ate silica packet <laughs> as a kid. That's what I'm talking about. Do dude. not eat a porn that shit right in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I Clearly, I'm fine. There's I mean, a, that's arguable. Yeah, because there's only one reason. Why someone might categorically deny me access to something. It's got to be good. It's got to be fucking sweet. They're <laughs> trying to keep it for themselves. That's the only possible explanation. Yes. But you know, we face this kind of temptation every day, don't we? Mm-hmm. Every day we're walking around. There's this big giant fucking fireball just burning up there in the sky. And all these ninnies and nerds telling us, don't look at it. You'll go blind. Bullshit. Yeah, I'll see for myself, thank you. <laughs> That's just what they want us to think. And if they want us to think something, it obviously has to be the case they're trying to keep something really cool from us. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we look at the sun, we'll get superpowers. Right, just like how they tell us not to drink our own pee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's, you know, it's called urine therapy for a reason, because it's good for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if we stare at the sun, we won't need to eat food anymore. Oh my god. Nor will we need to wear shirts when we make YouTube videos about how sweet it is to stare at the fucking sun. Yes. <laughs> oh, and then there's the people that sun their buttholes. Oh, I fucking forgot to. I, that was what I was supposed to do today was include that. <laughs> I can see why it might have slipped your mind. It slipped my mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shit. Oh, well. Your brain was like, I'm just going to dump that one out. I mean, how much more is there? to know besides that's a that's thing it. people do it like, kind yeah, of begins exactly. and ends there they sun <laughs> their buttholes yeah yeah it's the brown eye i am of course talking about sun gazing yes the practice of it's very simple actually staring at the fucking sun mm, it's all in the name yeah it's right there it's hard to tell like just how this practice came about how old it is and who's responsible there's a lot of nonsense out there about how this it's this like ancient practice done by all these groups and shit. Well, I'm sure people have been looking up at the sun for forever. As long as there's been a sun and there's been people, it's, yeah. it's a yeah. certainty. It's right there. Yeah. <laughs> Just taunting us. Mm-hmm. Just look at me. You won't. I mean, won't. I'm more worried about what happens when you look away from it. Yeah, you don't know what it does. It gets a little closer every time. <laughs> But like, yeah, no, but there's all, it's this, everywhere you look, it's sun gazing is this ancient practice from all over the world. And like, I don't know, I couldn't really find much at all to corroborate that. But of course, like we said, people have been looking at the sun forever because it's there, just hanging out, tempting us, laughing at us, doesn't want us to look at it, perhaps. What's it hiding from us? Why is it a different color now than it is when I painted it as a kid? 
Oh, yes. Oh, I love those. <laughs> isn't that good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not as yellow as it used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sky isn't as blue as it used to be. That's what got me on this in the first place. I saw this Reddit post that was quickly deleted that was like asking, why is the sun a different color now? Why is it white now when it used to be yellow? And then talking about how they practice sun gazing. So they know they're really good at looking at the sun. So they would know if it changed colors. And the post got deleted soon after. But I don't know. These are all questions without many good answers. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to figure it out. There will be a solar eclipse in April of this year. Yes, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. See, that's the time I did stare at the sun. Mm-hmm. Most thing I ever did with my life. Did you do a bare eyes? Yeah. Yeah. I was in um, Kentucky at the time. Around the edge of Tennessee and Kentucky, 2017. Good place to be. Yeah, so it was the total... I was in Kansas. You were in Kansas? Yep. Huh. Did you see the... Was it the total total eclipse of the heart? I, I was inside of a weird Kansas grocery store uh, that had like big wide open windows on the front. So it like got all dark outside while okay. I was in there. I feel like Kansas is probably a little too far north for full... Mm-hmm. You would have known because everybody would have been out there looking at the sun. Yeah. Yeah. I like how <laughs> during that eclipse, um, I don't believe the path of totality went over Washington, D.C., but the then president of the United States was photographed just staring at the fucking sun. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> it really is. But that was that was crazy. That was the one time you could. Cause that was a big moment for sun gazers. You know, I Donald mean, Trump. Just repping for the whole gang. It didn't burn his eyes out, so maybe they have a point. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't know about this one. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. Three of Pentacles. Okay. I don't know about that one, dude. Well, that's what it is. Fuck. Three of Pentacles. What the fuck? Okay. Oh, sure. Fine. Sure. All right, we're just gonna. I'm in. We're gonna it. stew on it. Yeah. As we go. Fuck. <laughs> I know I jumped the gun. It reminds down. me of what like the Three of Pentacles to me automatically calls to mind um, the sun gazing community online and like the sharing of information between the people and sort of like the network that they've oh, created amongst God. themselves. Yeah, like it's very strong. Nothing. Yeah. You know. No, it is very strong. It's all. I could. It's also like and collaborative. The uh, insistence that it's this ancient practice, but it's actually just kind of cobbled together. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll sit on that. We'll sit. We'll. We'll see how we. What we got to say about that at the end.
I did include a link of the. We're not even going to talk about it any, anymore, but I did include a link to the first video about the sun changing colors. <laughs> oh boy. This is from like 2012. Uh huh. Well, that's the year that it changed. Okay, I'm going to do a video today on this. Uh, on this humongous white sun we have out here. <laughs> and I'm not going to shine it very long. This is pointing the camera. burn out my camera. <laughs> and all these bugs and little creatures I see up oh. in the air. <laughs> now, every time I come out here, there's not even a cloud in the sky. And, uh... It's just pointing his fucking camera directly. Pretty sure you're right not there. supposed to do that. You're really not supposed to. Yeah. I can't come out here without uh, planes, and the longer I'm out here, fake helicopters coming out. Fake helicopters? <laughs> fake helicopters. Or real helicopters. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And there's... It's just a lot of weird stuff that's been going on forever. <laughs> ever since... Ever since... Ever since 9-11. Really. <laughs> And like I was saying in my video the other day, there's a lot of things on the internet and a lot of stupid comments. And my friend Ress, he, he calls it unnatural energy. And I agree. And uh, I'm pretty much sick of it. You know, I'm not saying I'm going to leave YouTube or I'm not going to do videos anymore. You know, something weird comes up over me, I'm going to. But I've been wanting to do one on this this white sun. White sun. The sun He's is pointed just back humongous. at the camera's pointing back you know? at the sun. <laughs> and I've already proved that there's something behind the sun because I took the uh, I took my negatives. Now I don't care about you as astronomy just, people or you college educated <laughs> scientists that are. I want to have uh, a drink with this man. Absolutely. I don't think he goes out of the house. It's much. humongous. It's a humongous white sun. The video is titled, The White Sun is Not Normal, Used to Be Yellow, Nibiru Effect. Yeah. Yeah. And it happened in 2012. But really, it all started changing around 9-11. True. Like, really, pick a date, any date, and shit started getting weird after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 9-11's a good date to pick, though. It is, because he's also not wrong. Things did change significantly in many ways after that. It did. Now, anyway, I got nothing more to say about that guy, nor the color of the sun. We're here to talk about sun gazing. Yeah. What, I don't see color. What is... I'm progressive. Is the sun a Nazi? So I saw... The black sun is. That's true. But again, I don't see color. Let's hear about what sun gazing is. <laughs> I love when you have, you have nothing to say back to me. You're just totally disarmed. I wish I did. The sun gazer. Seb Cam sun gazing documentary number 225. This guy. This guy's wearing a Superman shirt. I love this guy. Sun gazing is not something that you like. I'd like to do sun gazing as a hobby. It doesn't work that way. You don't go and find sun gazing. Sun gazing comes and finds you. Before sun gazing, I had no specific goal except to try and self-promote myself, try and be better than others, or try and expend all my energy in this funny game of uh, being better. <laughs> you know, that's all that we want to be, is uh, to get some kind of recognition. Once I began the sun gazing, that kind of slowly fell away. I wasn't that bothered about proving myself to anyone. I'm not even bothered about proving sun gazing to anyone. I don't need to prove it because I don't believe it. I don't believe anything. 
belief is like this fishing rod that you throw out there and you hope, I believe it. I don't believe it, I know it. I know it from experience. I know, and so it's like, yeah, that's fine. You know, if someone wants to have some battle about it with me, I just kind of go, next, because there's someone else who's ready. You haven't explained sun what it is Sun gazing is pretty much, as it sounds, sun gazing, looking okay. directly at the sun. <laughs> but you do this only during the hours of sunrise and sunset, when the UV index is much lower. Um, and ideally, standing on a hill or somewhere, you know, with nature and um, with your shoes off is best, so that you're directly connected to Mother Earth. Yes. And then you're looking at Father Sun. Um, Ta-da, you are sun gazing. You are a sun gazer. <laughs> if I were to meet a skeptical person, which I do everywhere because everyone's been conditioned by the same myth, don't look at the sun, you'll burn your eyes out. <laughs> I would simply ask them a question. Do you know anyone who's burned their eyes out? Have you ever heard of anyone who's burned their eyes out? Is it even possible to burn your eyes out? <laughs> yes, okay. yes, I have heard of somebody that's burned their eyes out, and their name is Chuckles X. Chuckles X, the, <laughs> the tell them about Chuckles X. The blind groundhog. Tomorrow I, is uh, Groundhog's Day. Yes. And we were just talking about this before we were recording. <laughs> there was <laughs> Connecticut's official groundhog for a time was a blind groundhog that could in fact not see her own shadow. And she was chemically blinded and had to have her eyes removed. <laughs> they, they were burned out. But not by the sun. Not by the sun, though. Not by the sun. Unless we don't know what Chuckles got up to. That's true. That's true. They just lied about her burn her eyes out with ass because they don't want us. I mean, she's a psychic and shit. Who knows? That's how she became a psychic because mm -hmm. she stared at the sun. She sees more truth than you and I ever could. The blind oracle yeah. is a common trope. Yes. <laughs> no. Okay. It sounded like that guy had something to prove, though. Um, and yet so insistent that he had nothing to prove. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. So I'm happy for him. So all these people, you know, they say... Only st it's it, sun gazing is what it sounds like, right? Mm -hmm. It's right in the name, but it's important that a lot of these people that say only stare at the sun at sunrise and sunset. Yeah, they also recommend like squinting, like yeah, not. and you're like only do it for a little bit. Yeah, and you take a long, a very long break, and then a little bit. You know, mm -hmm. here's a video called "Sun Gazing Tutorial: Become a God." He's got 1.3 million subscribers. Ooh, if this works, it's pretty Let's big news. Off. I literally just walked out here. I'm about to show y'all how to sun gaze in less than three minutes. This so the is first thing you want to do day in what appears to be that bird going crazy too. I uh, just came out. Georgia. So or the first Florida. thing you want to do when you first come outside, if you're not in nature, if you're in your backyard or something, I know they tell you you want to wait to the sunrise or the sunset. But what what you have to understand is everybody is different. Everybody vision different. Everybody melanin is different. Some people don't have strong melanin. Everybody is different. So you got to pay attention to how you feel. And you got to not be so wearing look, a shirt. I, I recommend you do it between six to nine o'clock in the morning. Between six to nine. And the after that, I recommend you do him, it dog. between five to seven. Okay. Now pause but for a second. if you want to get the full. I do want to say that I think that there is something to the magical practice of waking up and going outside when the sun is rising absolutely and greeting the sun absolutely. with the start of the day 100 percent. best will, time to take photographs it's the most magical time of the day i will yeah. absolutely give that to them i don't know if there's benefits to gazing at the sun there I'm isn't gonna, i'm gonna go with no yeah but is there a benefit to making a ritual 
out of like going outside and quote unquote, like grounding every day, like having your feet touch the earth and looking up at the sky and like greeting the day and ending Dude, the, the day. color, the colors at sunrise yeah. are the, mo- are the best colors right. in the day for sure. Now this man's not making well, uh, this video at sunrise though. Mm-hmm. This is high noon that he's out there. You know, sometimes you wake up late. Well, everybody's vision's different. Everybody's got different tolerances. I don't, he was about, let's, let's hear, let's hear what he was about to say. I, I recommend you do it between six to nine o'clock in the morning, between six to nine. And after that, I recommend you do it between five to seven. But if you want to get the full advantage, if you want the sun to be nice and moist, if you feel like it's too much strain on your eyes, then do it when sunrise and when sunset. Now me, I could do it anytime. So the first thing you want to do when you first walk outside, you want to just get comfortable, get a good feel of the sun. He's posing for the camera a little bit. Try to clear your mind out. Try to be in the moment. You should hear a lot of birds. Now me, I got a road right here. So it'd be a little irritating, but I'm so, I don't be paying attention to that most of the time. But you should hear a little birds, et cetera, et cetera. So look, Wait. when you're preparing for the sun gaze, you want to take at least five, three to five deep breaths. Just is he ripped? How's his bod? Uh, thin, but he works out. Okay. Like he's showing off, you know. He's wearing a yin yang necklace. Okay. Do rag. He's got his 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 locks over his shoulder and mm-hmm, yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah. And you want to take them motherfuckers as hard as you can. You want to literally try to get as much in the moment as you possibly be, as you possibly can and get ready to receive from the sun. Get ready to receive. Get your mind right. Get in the moment. Like you're about to get ready to meditate, okay? So once you get ready to prepare for sun gazing, when you first starting off, you're only looking at the sun for three seconds. You're looking at it for three seconds, and then you're going to close your eyes for 30 seconds. And then you're going to do it again. After you do it again, you're done that first time. So you're going to go, once you get in the moment, you're going to go ahead and put your eyes up. You're going to look. And then you're going to close your eyes. This is for beginners. And then the next day, you go from five seconds. So when you do it in the morning, when you're closing your eyes for 30, 45 seconds, you're receiving when you're closing your eyes too. So when you do it in the morning, after you do it for, you're going to do two sessions open your eyes boom one two three close them relax for 30 seconds open your eyes again one two three boom relax for 30 seconds and then you can go do it during the evening now if you feel like your eyes is hurting take your ass in the house you're done you're done for the day if your eyes feel irritated you're done for the day but most important when you sun gazing you want to take deep breaths and let it out just let go just let go let that sun melt your skin let that shit get all in your melanin let that shit get all in your body let it just just give up bro okay just give in to the sun just give it it. i could see this as being a way to induce um phosphines sure yeah you know like the opening up letting light in and then closing your eyes and like doing 30 seconds of deep breathing meditation opening letting the light in i could see that if you get into a certain state you could definitely get some really cool closed eye visuals from that yeah definitely and that doesn't sound too dangerous no no i believe he was about to start saying that he uh can just 
keep looking at the sun. Well, that's the thing, you know, it's, it's like a gateway drug. Yeah. All right. So what's, I, I didn't label this one, but what is, what is this? Oh, this is another guy is. What's the stupidest thing you've ever done? Stupidest thing I've ever done. Whoa. I looked at the sun with my own eyes for 40 minutes. <laughs> Because I was inspired by this other guy who's been looking at the sun for six years and he says he's improved his vision. So I do it. An hour later, my eyes are blurry and it's they're hurting. They're hurting? What's the most big-brained move you've ever made? I've been looking at the sun, staring at the sun, super sun-gazing, I call it, for the last five years. It's amazing. It's like, look what it does for plants. Um, it, the sun is where all the uh, nutrition and energy in the world first comes from. And if you get to the point that you can take it in your eyes uh, to your pineal gland, you produce vitamin A, vitamin D, melatonin, melanin. And like everyone thinks that, that this it guy's makes just you looking blind. at the sun. It doesn't He's make saying you that. blind. It doesn't even hurt. Like I teach people how to do it in five minutes. Am right. I smiling? Yeah. Yeah. Because yes. it feels amazing. <laughs> okay. Now, I, I do want to say I was a little surprised that at first that like most of the content creators I found making sun gazing content were shirtless jack dudes but then you i were realized surprised i was i'm for, not for a very short time yeah then i realized oh right this is dumb macho shit also this is youtube these are the people that are recording themselves doing stuff yeah. and uploading it yeah yeah yeah. and th they're doing the extreme tough thing because they're tough etc etc i can stare at the sun yeah it don't you. affect me yeah, yeah yeah fuck you all look you're not bigger than me <laughs> hey, you know i can what? take on the sun like look like i bet you can train yourself to stare at the sun for longer than medical literature says you can mm -hmm. you know i bet you can't like the body's amazing like that i bet i can bang my head against a fucking wall longer than medical science says is healthy too you know right. what I mean? <laughs> well it's, i don't think that's the question here it's the same way how like you know, if you undergo a period of prolonged fasting or any ascetic practice, you're probably going to start to experience reality in a wavy way. You know, does that mean that it's good for you to do for extended periods? No, no, really. it doesn't. Some of it is. Yeah. Perhaps, you know, meditation's great. Yoga's great. Absolutely. But the question is, what the fuck is the point of sun gazing? What does it, what does it do for you? Well... Here's what gazethesun.com has to say. Willow, if you please. Sun gazing benefits on physical health, relief of stress and tension, increased energy, improved eyesight, reduces hunger pains. The body is completely nourished by the sun. Some people claim to have been able to take part in this practice and not eat anything during the entire process, which is usually about nine or ten months. A natural loss of excess weight, <laughs> increased size of pineal gland, mm. releasing of internal blockages, and increased human potential. Hell yeah, that's why they don't have to wear shirts. Human potential is not a benefit of physical health. I mean, I guess it can. I, I guess it can be. I guess it's yeah. It's it's, it's both. It's yeah. both. Sun gazing benefits on mental health. It naturally boosts production of feel-good hormones, serotonin, and melatonin due to how the sun stimulates the pineal gland in the brain. Not actually wrong, that one. Mm-hmm. Those vitamins are good for you. You'll see your mind become more balanced. You'll become more positive in thinking. Your mind will become stronger. Fear of death will be reduced. Your mental health and peacefulness will increase. Any addictions will be reduced or removed completely. Increased bliss, joy, peace, and calmness. 
any addictions will be reduced or removed completely by just staring at the fucking sun. Yeah, I mean, who needs a cigarette when you can just <laughs> stare at the sun? And yes, of course, our old friend, the pineal gland, shows up. Did you expect it not to? I don't even really know what it is. Well, to see, actually, here's where the, the discussion on the pine, on the function of the pineal gland actually is relevant. Okay. Yeah. So, like, your pineal gland is a tiny gland that is thought to be a vestigial eye. It's a pine center, cone. It looks kind of like a pine cone, and it's in the center of your brain. Uh, it's part of the endocrine system and secretes the hormone melatonin is its primary job. Pineal gland's main job is to con help control the circadian cycle of sleep and wakefulness by producing melatonin for your brain. Okay. Yeah. And, and it's shaped like a tiny pine cone, which is how it got its name, pineal gland. Yeah. Nice. It's the least understood gland of the endocrine system and was the last part of the endocrine system to be discovered. So far. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you think we got it all figured out? I don't know. Further, the Cleveland Clinic says the main function of your pineal gland is to receive information about the daily light-dark day-night cycle from the retinas in your eyes and then produce and release melatonin accordingly. Elevated levels at night during dark hours and low levels during the day, during light hours. Mm -hmm. So it, it's not a spiritual third eye, right? But it kind of is a physical third eye. Yeah. Did you know this? No. Okay, yeah. So, like, <clears throat> that's actually part of why it came to be conflated with mm -hmm. eye chakra because it does as a vestigial eye right it gets light information from your other eyes and then changes the amount of melatonin that it produces um in response to that right fucking really interesting yeah so that's like you know why it's more difficult to sleep in a light room yeah exactly yeah 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 even if like or if you're exposed to like bright light um mm -hmm. light it'll wake you up before uh going to bed it's harder to go to bed yeah that too yeah it's a good thing to like within the first 10 minutes of waking up to expose your eyes to natural sunlight mm -hmm. staring at the fucking sun but just like walking outside getting some light and some fresh air yeah also calcification of the pineal gland it's a real thing mm -hmm. it's a real ass thing that can affect your melatonin levels and thus quality of sleep and can cause like migraines and shit often found really, in basement dwellers they don't really know what uh, what causes it honestly yeah. Lack of imagination. Yeah, right. Uh, the fluoride in, in the water. Is, mm -hmm. No, but they actually, they don't know what causes it. What's not a real thing. So yeah, pineal gland calcification, it's all, that's a real, that's a real thing. What's not a real thing, um, the pineal gland having anything to do with DMT. Doesn't. It just doesn't. Yeah, like, I feel like I've heard that floating around places. Well, that's the other, dude, that's like the thing. I mean, that's like something fucking Rogan talks about every time his dumbass mm -hmm. brings up DMT and shit. That's like why it's considered the spiritual third eye, because it, it's associated with DMT. Right. That's. No, just melatonin. Right. Yeah. So what happened was. There was a study there done, was, right? Yeah. So studies like uh, Rick Strassman's did indeed find DMT in the pineal glands of rodents. But not enough to have any psychoactive effect whatsoever. But they assumed that that's where it was produced. But really interestingly, a 2019 study from Gimo Borgingen found that removing the pineal gland of rodents had no effect on the levels of DMT present in the brains. So just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I talk a lot of shit about the pineal gland. So I just wanted to... <laughs> clarify. Clarify exactly, you know. It actually does do some things. It fucking does. And there's like a reason why it was associated with DMT, but it actually has nothing to do with that. Yeah. 
It has everything to do with how much you jerk off. Probably. That's the episode where we brought it up, right? Project Blue Ball. Oh, we brought it up a few times. It's yeah. true. It's come up. Which is to say that, like, yes, the sun exposure does, in fact, affect how the pineal gland does what it does. However, it doesn't do exactly what they think it do. Yeah. Yeah. Here's another list of benefits from earthclinic.com. In essence, sun gazing provides beneficial stimulation to the body through solar energy. In process itself, negates the body's innate need for food and retrains it to run on the energy of the sun. As such, the process helps increase energy, clarity of thinking, and overall health. NASA research suggested that the process could make an individual maintain a level of health that was far better in comparison to other individuals of the same age. Sun gazing has also been shown as an effective treatment for specific conditions, melanoma, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and several other cancers are said to benefit from the treatment. Likewise, the increased vitamin D gained from the process is a known healing agent. Um, I couldn't... Throw out your medications. Yeah, I couldn't Stare find any, uh, sources on the NASA study. NASA research has suggested yeah. that people that look at the sun are a lot better off than you fucking numbskulls that don't. Well, uh, that's a claim made by one single character who we'll get to later on that is now just repeated that there's NASA research about sun gazing. It's a miracle cure. Yeah. So unlike most websites in the genre, earthclinic.com does allow comments and there's, a, there's some good ones. Sun gazing is the closest remedy I could find to post what happened to me. My family all had a four-day GI virus, constant vomiting. I also got this virus. Mm. I had been vomiting for about six hours on day one and then laid down shirtless in the sun through a window. Shirtless again. Like a cat. <laughs> like a cat, yes. It, see, you... They don't tell you this in the sun gazing materials, yeah. but you can absorb the sun through your nipples, too. That's another That's powerful... True. That's true. ...way of receiving... That's true. And then laid down shirtless in the sun <laughs> through a the window. the final secret of the Illuminati. Yes. <laughs> the nipples are the true window to the soul. Continue. Laid down shirtless like a, through the, in the sun like a cat. It is winter, but the sun was bright and very warm on my back. I fell asleep for 45 minutes. When I awoke, I was completely well, and in fact, felt like a whole new human being. Mentally, I had been slowly spiraling down for months without realizing it, until I woke up feeling so incredibly well. Positive brain waves, etc., I'm so amazed that I'm searching everywhere to discover how the sun healed me so completely. Thank you, sun. I don't know, dude. Sometimes you just need to take a nap in a sunny window like a cat. That yeah. Picks you right up. I don't know. Sleeping is also good for curing sicknesses. Yeah, especially like 24 hour. No, if, if I feel myself like coming down with something and just spend, I don't know, like 16 sleeping hours off, sleeping. Yeah. I usually wake up feeling fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a real thing. So yeah, there was no source cited for the NAS study. Don't think it exists. I did find this, this study though. Um, okay. Yeah. I quoted it. Why don't you, uh, why don't you, why don't I, why don't, why don't you read this? A young woman presented with a two day history of bilateral central scotoma metamorphopsia following an episode of direct sun gazing lasting one to two minutes on examinations. Visual acuity was reduced 
was reduced to 6-9 bilaterally. Fundal examination revealed discrete yellow lesions at both maculae consistent with solar burns. Optical coherence tomography revealed retinal pigment epithelial defects at both... What is that? At both fovea, which improved over time. The patient was managed conservative... The patient was managed conservatively. There was full resolution of symptoms in the left eye. However, a central scotoma persisted in the right eye at follow-up one year later. Dad, she burned her fucking eyes out almost. <laughs> this is, is what they're saying. For just one to two minutes? Yes. <laughs> she must have, like, had them open, open. Yeah, no, she was. I think she was looking at the sun for one to two Staring. minutes. Staring. Yeah. Yeah, no, she fucking, she, she's, like, blind in her right eye because of solar burns. God Cause damn. Because the eyes a lens. I wonder if you do this with contacts in, if it will like burn your contact lens like to your, or like, I don't know. I don't know. It might. Or like do something fucky. Well, it's another lens. You might just be like focusing it. Yeah. More. I don't know. I have like a, um, an optical orb. Mm-hmm. Take pictures with you. Can take some really cool pictures with it. Yeah. If you like, just like, I keep it in my drawer because if you just leave it out and the sun hits it through the window, it'll burn your fucking house down. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the eye is quite literally a le- it's a curved lens. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. So the yeah, looking directly at the sun can and will make you go blind. Most practitioners to their credit do know this. They do for the they do for the most part. The ones wearing shirts at least <laughs> do tell their audience that they should only look at the sun right as it's rising and right as it's setting. And yeah, if you must, that's the way to do it. But you don't have to. Mm. No, you just don't have to. While sun exposure is very, very good for you, and indeed getting exposure to sunlight immediately after waking is super important to getting your circadian rhythms in check, uh, looking, at, looking directly at the sun doesn't do shit to increase the benefit you get from the sun. It just doesn't. But then I hear you smugly right. ask, why do ancient cultures, why have ancient cultures for thousands, perhaps more years, practiced sun gazing? Which ones? That's a good question. See, the short answer is they haven't. It's kind of a bald-faced fucking lie (laughs) i understand that it really is difficult to understand why someone would just go on the internet and lie when their graphic design doesn't indicate that they're the type of person you decided a priori as the type who would lie to you they do all the fucking time like constantly but their web design is so good yeah yeah they looked it's it's aesthetically pleasing to me they can people who lie are are displeasing to me they couldn't but the lady is so pretty yeah yeah i yeah it's People who lie do go on out of their way to use aesthetics that evoke a feeling of trust and safety. Um, I know it's a sorry state of affairs. I agree. I don't know if I can handle this new I know. information. I know. Fuck. Obviously, people have worshipped the sun for a very, very long time and across cultures because it's the fucking sun. Of course, solar worship. Yeah. It's been around forever. Because it's the fucking sun. It literally gives life and can burn it away. It's all a, a big solar cult. Dude, like if there's... If there's any object like why that you're going be? to worship, it's the fucking sun. It's the fucking sun. Yeah. It's right there. It's, it's huge. It, it's fiery. You can't look at it or else it blinds you. It's, it's beautiful. crazy. It's Yeah, it's a wild fucking thing. We're all literally at the mercy of this impossibly large ball of fire in the goddamn sky. So I'm really not trying to say there's anything insane or stupid about thinking the sun has spiritual significance. It'd be insane and stupid to suggest otherwise. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I searched for, like, solar yoga, and the first result was from Vedanet. Okay. I don't, like, I, yeah. This Opening is, it I think, up. I think this is just, like, where 
They write, uh, however, if we look at traditional cultures from throughout the world, we discover a strong awareness of the sun as a spiritual force and a secret doorway to a higher reality. We note extensive religious, yogic, astrological, and shamanic traditions that revere the sun in various ways and seek to understand the wisdom and grace behind its outer form, intuiting through the sun the supreme force behind all existence. The Vedic yoga is the yoga of light, which is also a solar yoga, or yoga of the sun. Vedic dharma is probably our most well-preserved ancient system of the original religion of light and the sun. Yeah, it says yeah. Um, Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita states that he taught the original yoga to Vivasvan, the sun god who passed it on to Manu, the primal human sage, yeah. who was called the son of the sun. Yeah, fucking, yeah, Krishna did his, um, so his this bit idea with Arjuna of like, with the sun itself. Yeah, that yeah. we are descendants of the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's We're all children of the sun. Because like, because we are. Yeah. Right? Like that wouldn't be here without it. It's the primal force of the universe that through gravity and sucks everything towards it and also gives this life giving but also destroying force like Yeah, and that we're right in that little Goldilocks sweet zone that we're just the perfect distance from the sun in order to promote life and promote yeah. our life. Yeah. Like it did create us. Yeah, it's it provides the fucking radiation that is necessary for this like stable mutation that we find ourselves in it's energy it's a wireless transmission of the energy that everything needs to fucking go mm -hmm. right it makes a lot of sense and there's a fucking huge tradition of solar worship that you find throughout you know i mean the ancient egyptians with fucking ra right yeah which and then amun ra and then turning into a fucking in the Vedic tradition, it's known as Surya. Uh, the Rig Veda, one of the oldest texts, contains hymns dedicated to Surya, emphasizing the sun's role in cosmic order. Often depicted as a chariot being drawn across the sky in various cultures, you know? Mm -hmm. In Hinduism, the sun's closely associated with several other deities. Satvir, responsible for storing all life forces at dawn. And Vishnu, depicted with solar aura. In uh, the reason we call our solar plexus the solar plexus, this is the word solar. It's associated with yeah. the digestive fire, personal power. Yes. Right? The core. In Japan, the sun goddess Amaterasu is uh, central to Shintoism and is indeed one of the like few gods in Japanese religion that are recognizable as such. Yeah. Amaterasu, from whom the Japanese imperial family is said to descend, hid in a cave, plunging the world into darkness until lured out by the other gods. The myth symbolizes the sun's vital force in agriculture and its ability to vanquish darkness and evil. Mm. The sun is often represented as the yang in the yin-yang philosophy of Taoism. In Buddhist traditions, the sun plays a symbolic role as the center of the wheel of dharma. Sun worship in the Americas, that's actually one of the best known solar religions, is the, the multiple religions in the Americas that worship the sun. Oh, yeah? The Inca, uh -huh. Maya. The Aztecs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like an image of those cultures that we have, right? Is Absolutely. The sun. Indigenous North American cultures worship the sun. Its point is. <laughs> point being. Everyone has worshipped the fucking sun. Under, yeah. Everyone under the sun has worshipped yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, like, this is definitely beyond the scope of this episode to get into, like, deep you know, Mayan mythology and shit, which is No, we're here for sun gazing. We're here for sun gazing, but it is fascinating. And so I wouldn't be surprised to learn that there are certain groups who sun gaze in the past. Yeah. In any of these cultures. It feels like something people would do, but there's really not a lot of documentation. Most websites you see claiming it, that's this ancient practice, never 
fucking site where they got that from. And if they have a shred of honesty, they say, well, these cultures worship the sun, so it's reasonable to assume they sun-gazed. Okay. Why is it reasonable? Well, because the health benefits. What health benefits? Well, you can't trust modern medicine. You have to look at the ancient wisdom. What wisdom from which culture specifically? Well, the ancient Egyptians worshipped the sun. So on and so forth. Right. Yeah. Oh, but there were all of these solar deities. Right. So they must have sun-gazed because of the health benefits that we know from the ancient wisdom. Yeah, it's circular. It's circular logic. Yes. Um, I mean, I they found, might have. I just don't... Do we really know that for sure? There's, well, that's the thing. That's why I'm trying to be careful with my words. It's like, there's not a lot of documentation. Precisely. Right. But I did find one dude who's super honest about it. I found this one guy. I like him. I okay. do. I fucking, I fucking like this guy, dude. Sweet. Vinny Pinto is his name. Well, I like him already. I know. He describes himself as a mystic spiritual teacher, spiritual healer, and multidisciplinary consulting and R&D scientist slash engineer. Which, like, never bodes well, I know. But I got to hand it to Vinny. He sounds like a character in, like, a Scorsese movie. That's just because he has Italian heritage. Vinny Pinto. <laughs> Vinny Pinto, yeah. He sounds like my cousin. He's a veteran sun gazer, and he opens up his page on sun gazing with, uh, with this. An important disclaimer. <laughs> According to many experts within the field of Western medicine, sun gazing may be harmful to the eyes, possibly even resulting in long-term serious damage. I personally agree with this assessment to at least some extent. This site does not recommend sun gazing as a practice, and rather offers some relevant information for those who choose on their own to sun gaze or who are interested in the phenomenon. If you feel that you must sun gaze, then my suggestion to you... Do not consider sun gazing for even one second without consulting with a qualified and licensed health professional, as well as using your own common sense. And if you must sun gaze, I recommend that you may wish to read my suggestion guidelines listed on this page under the section entitled Sun Gazing Methods Most Commonly Used. And I must note that there are even some people, albeit a minority, who have sun-gazed for brief times only during the so-called safe time windows, and who have still reported that they developed some degree of significant eye damage. So yeah, good. I Good for Vinny. Yeah, thanks, you know? thanks Vinny Pinto. I, for one, believe that the, the freedom to be a fucking idiot is the most important freedom no, we have. No, I very much agree. Yeah, the freedom to fuck up is sacred and should be treated as such. Full, you know, I'm not going to hate on Vinny when he has a disclaimer like Just know that. the dangers. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, Vinny. Just be aware. And he, even directly below the important disclaimer includes a section called caveat. Uh, yeah, why don't, you, why don't you read this? Please note that the information that you find on this page about sun gazing may be more balanced and objective than and may differ greatly from the hyped or exaggerated information and claims about the benefits of sun gazing, which are presented on a number of other websites devoted to the topic of sun gazing, and will likely also differ radically from the content of some lectures and published articles on sun gazing from many other sources. This is due to the fact that a significant number of those other websites, articles, and lectures devoted to sun gazing have been created and delivered by self-styled sun gazing gurus, or sun gazing teachers, or sun gazing advocates, or by some of their devoted students and disciples, many of whom may approach sun gazing as a religion, and who may make many 
rather radical and extreme claims regarding the purported benefits of sungazing. These hyped claims may range from claims that all who sungaze will, in short order, experience <laughs> complete healing of all emotional, mental, and physical ills, and some sungazing gurus and teachers have even claimed that sungazing will lead to massive and spectacular supernatural powers or even lead to immortality. It is also true that several self-styled teachers of sungazing even publicly claim that anyone who sungazes long enough will become an Edian. That is, they will not longer need to eat any food. <laughs> uh, as you have likely guessed if you have read thus far, and as you will undoubtedly realize if you read further on this page, the author of this site makes no such claims and does not subscribe to any such claims. Fuck yeah, Vinny. Thank, All right. Thank Vinny's you, our Vinny. boy. I it's really a delight to do that voice. I know. Isn't it isn't it fun? It's fucking great. It's, so it's so natural for me. It's it's great. Yeah, so Vinny's our boy. Uh his webpage is super, super long. And further on down, he does address the problem of the claimed ancient history of sun gazing. He talks a whole lot about different gurus. He's like, I mean, he he says that um Oh, his website is fantastic. I that's one web. We'll get to that one. Did I? Is that the sun gazing one or the other one? Oh no! I just looked up Vinny Pinto. Oh yes. Oh, he's got a few websites. Oh, he's got a few. Yes. I'm interested in his raw diet website. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Is it not good? Well, it's about the. Saying? It's about a raw diet. Uh, I knew a guy who was really into the raw foods thing. Yeah. yeah. Me too. See, Vinny talks a whole lot about different gurus who claim their knowledge of sun gazing was passed down along ancient traditions. And he recognizes that there's not a lot of documentation mm -hmm. of it. But he does that thing where he's like, well, they, I did find the cult of Aton in ancient Egypt and they worship the sun. It's like, yeah, yeah. But look, meditation is an ancient practice, right? And so there's a lot written about it. It's even studied by Western science, right? The argument that modern medicine isn't interested in the spiritual sort of falls apart under any scrutiny yeah. at all. Um, do they have the right ideas about it? Generally, no. But you wouldn't be relying on all these secondhand and vague secondhand sources and like vague stories about sun gazing as an ancient practice if it were true it would have been studied in some some way you'd be able to link to a study instead of just saying but it did get studied by nasa you know <laughs> nasa sun gazing you're not gonna find anything yeah 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 no oh, i'm like nasa's like like sure you could make the argument that suppressed fucking research and shit but like nasa oh, please NASA's not that important a fucking agency. You know what I mean? Really What's that? Not. Isn't there like something about what NASA means in Hebrew? Of course there is, dude. Of course. Oh, it means to lift. Okay, maybe maybe not. Yeah, there was like some... I remember seeing some conspiracy going around being like, NASA in Hebrew means to deceive. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's Which right, is right. like it's not, not what it actually means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It means um to bear, to lift up, to take, to carry, like to take something up. Yeah. Which actually fits. Yeah. A lot better. Right. So Which Vinny, I'm sure is also that like, <laughs> that's just a coincidence. Just a they didn't choose their exactly. acronym to be based on the Hebrew word. If anything, that's like, you could use that as proof. Or as like evidence that there's a divine hand guiding us to the stars and shit. Yeah. Not. Yeah, it speaks in acronyms. So Vinny presents a number of sun gazing gurus or pioneers. We're going to look at a couple. But first, I did find another page of Vinny's that I wanted to bring to our attention. And I linked to it. Um, just I just wanted to bring it to our attention. Yeah. He's got quite a few websites. It's uh, this is called 
Some thoughts from a mystic and intuitive on the perceived dangers of the CERN Large Hadron Collider project. Oi. Oh, no, it's good, though. That's The short answer is... Where is this? The, the short answer is Vinny's subconscious uh, says that the Large Hadron Collider is fucking groovy. It's cool as shit. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with it at all. All right. Yeah. Really? Yes. I was expecting like some fear mongering. I, I know, me like, too. It's opening up yes. demon portals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm so tired of. Shut no, up. Dude, yeah. Enough. So this is this this page is also again so fucking long. But he has this like in interview with his subconscious. Uh with an his, interview like, with his subconscious with his like inner son or something oh you gotta do those from time yeah. to time and so he asked the, the question is there any possibility that the operation of the lh of the lhc may or will result in creating or causing some kind of effect or field or cloud of energy or something that will have significant and adverse effects upon the consciousness of humans or upon their health by affecting them on some kind of energetic or etheric level or that will affect their mood no the answer was a very brief no he writes and then he asks a Another question, somewhat related. He asks, essentially, I'm not going to read it, but is our technology going to do something weird with some weird science shit that's going to cause major harm or destruction to the Earth or the universe? Are we going to get flipped into the multiverse and go into the wrong timeline? This is what Vinny's channeled self said. He said, at this time, most such projects, most, oh shit, including all the various linear accelerators, collider projects and particle beam experiments, and even all of the hot fusion, warm fusion, and cold fusion projects underway, are quite benign and safe from that point of view. Yeah. Yeah. This ain't no Spider-Man movie. What? Multiverse shit. No, no, no. Oh. The certain shit factors into the Spider-Man movies. Uh-oh. What? Oh. Oh, he does go on and say something else. He does, yes. He does. Can I... He does go on and say that the the only project which offers remote potential of causing, or at least triggering significant harm or destruction uh, due to such science fiction scenarios is an academic and scientific effort underway at a university or a university affiliated facility in the eastern half of the USA and is in one of the states south of the latitude at which Washington DC is located. It seems to be a research project in the realm of subatomic quantum physics and the project which has cost at least three million dollars so far, that's a very small amount of money, involves multiple high-powered gas lasers, and all or most of them seem to be aimed at a target of some kind, and the laser light emission for most or all of the lasers seems to be in the region of visible red, and that there is a, about a one in a million chance that this project, if it continues to remain operational for the next 10 years, could trigger a major catastrophic event. Yeah, it might explode level. the sun, whatever. No. Explode the world. Destroy the earth, and within a time frame far, shor far shorter than one second. Oh, okay, well, whatever. And then, But then in parentheses, Vinny says, BTW, if you have not already guessed, this statement makes no sense at all to my scientific rational mind because the power levels employed in high-powered lasers are almost a million times lower than found in the LHC, and the power density that is... LHC meaning Large Hadron Collider. Yeah, the concentration of power per centimeter, square centimeter of area, even lower, and thus it's hard to imagine any destructive scenario which could be triggered at the subatomic level in such a device. He's debunking his own sub subconscious yeah. voice. Well, good. I like this guy. <laughs> He's got layers. I'm, I'm so used to fucking scumbag. I'm not used to that. No. You know what I mean? I gotta pee. So, where did sun gazing actually come from? The modern practice. Where? In the insane number of gurus referenced on Vinny's page. I, I love seeing people passionate about something, even if it's staring at the fucking sun. We're gonna be look at three motherfuckers. Okay. Um, first is a dude named William Horatio Bates. 
Mm, love it. An ophthalmologist who invented something called the Bates method in his 1920s book, Perfect Eyesight Without Glasses. Okay. Yeah, so... That reminds me, there's this bitch that's been selling courses, like, correct your eyesight. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, she promotes herself on TikTok and stuff, which I don't have. Yeah. But I've heard of her. And she's selling this course and how to, like, make it so that you don't need your glasses anymore. And she'll teach you how to train your your eyesight but really what it is when you like buy her class is um like an hour into it she starts talking about the benefits of essential oils and it turns out that she's a doTERRA representative so she's just doing a multi-level marketing bit talking about how like you don't need glasses you just need essential oils holy shit dude (laughs) yeah so yeah so this william horatio bass guy he uh the way we understand the eye to work now is that uh there's a muscle inside the eye which adjusts the curvature of your eye's lens. Uh-huh. Right? William sure. William Bates said, "Fuck that. That's that's dumb. It's muscles outside the eye that stretch the eye, right?" Yeah, he basically thought that there was outside muscles that stretch the eyes to make them focus better and by like relaxing and and strengthening these muscles like other muscles you could get better eyesight is his basic bit i kind of understand his logic because it's the same idea of like oh my arms are weak or my legs are weak i just need to work them out to make them stronger yeah so the idea of like oh well why wouldn't that be the case with your eyes yep i could i see the line of logic that he was working on me too that's not even why we're gonna bring him up though because it's not even you'll see but methods in the bates method of improving eyesight included um palming this is where you take your palms and you push your eyes in Okay. Vibrating your eyes back and forth a whole bunch. Uh. And remembering the color black. I don't like that. Just remember black. Don't focus on it. Just remember it. Mm. I don't like that. Mm. Bates uh, placed importance on mental images. He felt relaxation was the key of key to clarity of imagination as well as of actual sight. Claimed that one's poise could be gauged by the visual memory of black, that the darker it appeared in the mind and the smaller the area of black that could be imagined the more relaxed one was at the moment he recommended that patients think of the top letter from an eye chart and then visualize progressively smaller black letters and eventually a period or comma and he cautioned against concentrating on such images as he regarded an attempt to think of one thing only as a type of strain and of course sun gazing was another uh, way to gain perfect eyesight Bates advocated sun gazing, characterizing ill effects as always temporary. Uh, in his magazine, he later suggested exposing only the white part of the eyeball to direct sunlight and only for seconds at a time after allowing the sun to shine on closed eyelids for a longer period. Uh. Posthumous publications of Bates' book a mention, omitted mention of the supposed benefits from direct sunlight on open eyes. Okay, cool. Cool eyeball quack, whatever. Check this out, though. Prior to writing Perfect Eyesight Without Glasses, on August 30th, 1902, William Bates wrote a letter to his wife while she was visiting her mother and sent her some books and instruments from his apartment. In the letter, he said... Instruments? Medical instruments or something. What the fuck? I don't know. In the letter, he said that he had been, quote, called out of town to some major operations Mm. and would be accompanying an old student, Dr. Forsh. This, This doesn't go well. Bates expressed excitement over the potential of receiving a large sum of money for this and promised to write more details later. His wife received no further letters from him. Yeah, okay. Six weeks later, he was found to be working as an assistant in Sharing Cross Hospital, London, after reportedly being first admitted as a patient. 
Okay, that patient to assistant pipeline, though. <laughs> His wife then traveled there and found him in a nervous state, suffering from apparent amnesia. Uh, classic. She invited him to stay with her in the Savoy Hotel. Two days later, he disappeared again. His wife continued searching for him after his second disappearance, but subsequently died before finding him again. Damn. In 1910, an old colleague of Bates, Dr. J.E. Kelly, was traveling through Grand Forks, North Dakota, where he encountered Bates practicing. He subsequently persuaded Bates to return to New York and share an office with him, where he is said to have, quote, worked as hard and as successfully as he had done before his original disappearance. Seems like he just wanted it out of his marriage, but didn't maybe know how to go about it. Probably. Wanted a new life, yeah, different yeah, life. Yeah. Bates was married three times. He first married Edith Kitchell in 1883, with whom he had a son, Charles Halsey Bates. Kitchell died in 1886. He then married Margaret Crawford, with whom he had a daughter, Milo Bates, and a son, William Crawford Bates. After being widowed again in 1928, he married Emily C. Learman, his longtime personal assistant. His son, Charles Halsey Bates, disappeared in August 1928. <laughs> You know? He died on July 10th, 1931. After a year-long illness, his will excluded his eldest son, who was still missing at the time. Next, another absolute fucking Wait a second. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. Fascinating. I don't know. I didn't have time to look more into that. I don't think there is much more I don't think so either. I think think that that's about it. That's just a weird thing to happen to a guy. I think that's just a guy who's had a weird life. Yeah. Another absolute fucking character who I'm going to cover someday, so I'm not going to harp on him too much here either. But one Mr. Gene Savoy, who was described as the real-life Indiana Jones by, like, People magazine. He was a 20th century explorer in the wild jungles of Peru. He was also a bishop in his own church. He may or may not have believed his son to be the second coming of Christ. May or may not have believed that Christ was the son. May or may not have believed that Christ was the son inside of us, it's kind of hard to parse. Okay. This dude's fucking insane. No, I... S- no, like, in, a- I think kind of in a good way, probably. Yeah, okay. He's fucking mad, man, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, Gene Savoy's a fucking madman. Jesus being the son isn't too out there. No, no, no. That's but I believe you that he's man. a madman. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. He was uh, born May 11th, 1927, Bellingham, Washington. Died September 11th, 2007. Mm-mm-mm. In Reno, Nevada. State. Suspicious place, too. Reno, Nevada. Mm -hmm, Anybody who dies in Reno, that's like, that's a signal, man. American explorer and amateur archaeologist who discovered and explored more than 40 Inca and pre-Inca cities in Peru. Okay. He's also deeply interested in religious topics and founded a theology that he named Cosology. I don't like that name. Me neither. It's hard to say. It's just ugly. Yeah. um, Doesn't look good. Yeah. So Cosology. Cosology, Yeah. So he was a World War II vet. He attended the University of Portland, worked as a journalist, uh, got interested in the Incas after reading Hiram Bingham's Hiram Bingham's Lost City of the Incas in 1952. What it, is that? It's a book from an explorer, I okay. suppose. Yeah. Savoy moved to Peru and organized his first archaeological expedition in 19, 1957. And this dude, through the latter half of the 20th century, made a series of expeditions to Peru, discovering various Inca and pre-Inca archaeological sites. In 1964, he discovered Vilcambra, the secret mountain stronghold where the Incas hid from the Spanish conquerors in the 16th century. His discovery disproved Hiram Bingham's notion that Vilcambra and Machu Picchu were the same place. In 1965, Savoy took credit for the original discovery of the site he named Grand Pagetan, a pre-Inca stone city, but this finding was contested by other researchers. 
In 69, he sailed a raft of ancient Peruvian design from Peru to Panama in an effort to prove the people of the Andes had contact with the Pacific coast of Mesoamerica. And in 1997, he sailed a wooden catamaran from Peru to Hawaii to demonstrate the ancient Peruvians could have sailed on the open seas. His discovery of several thousand stone structures known as Grand Vilaya in 1985 demonstrated that the Peruvian forests had been locations of an ancient settlement, particularly of a people known as the Chachapoya. The Chachapoya. The Grand Saposa ruins, which Savoy brought to, brought to the world's attention after encountering them in northern proving in a northern proving cloud forest in 1999, added credence to this theory. He wrote a number of books about his archaeological expeditions, including Antisuyo, the search for the lost cities of the Amazon. He was also very intrigued by the beliefs. I don't know how much of that is all genuine, or if he was just like a white dude fucking around in the jungle. Don't huh? know. Um, Savoy was also intrigued by the beliefs of ancient religious groups, especially those of the Essenes, an ascetic Jewish sect that apparently revered the sun and, he believed, presaged the coming of Jesus Christ. Developing a theology he called Cosology, Savoy proposed that Christ's second coming is manifest as the spiritual sun, a celestial force perpetually generating divine energy from the thought and will of God in order to regenerate the physical world. That's hardcore. Illumin illuminated by the transformed sunlight that carries this Christ force, human beings can become spiritual co-participants with God in the renewal not only of themselves, but of the world. Mm. In 1959, Savoy established the International Community of Christ, Church of the Second Advent, to promote cosology. Cosology. Throughout his life, he wrote more than 60 volumes on religious topics. Jean thought that sun gazing would make him immortal, also. He also claimed that sun gazing made it so that clocks and watches slowed down in his presence. And also, sometimes, sped up. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm a cover Jean someday, so we'll leave it at that. Because, like, whoa. <laughs> right? Whoa, indeed. <laughs> Fucking look up a picture of his ass, too, dude. Jesus yeah. Christ, how did I not know about no, this? I'm looking at, at the yeah. International Community of Christ yeah, page dude. right now. And I like, I don't know if he's a bastard, if he's a cool weirdo, if he's a fucking bullshit artist. I have no idea. This is just something I found on Vinny Pinto's website. And whoa. Yeah. Project X. Project X, dude. The search for the secrets of immortality. Jamil. Oh, they run a geothermal healing center at Steamboat Hot Springs, south of Reno. <laughs> Reno is such a funny place. Yes. I love Reno, Nevada. <sighs> yeah. So we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about jeans someday. Oh, they got a their website's looking pretty legit. Oh yeah. I mean dude, he wrote so like he's a pretty well-known character that I just had never heard of before. Mm -hmm. Like also I thought the Essene stuff was interesting because one of the uh web pages I found on Sun Gazing came from some old friends of ours. Oh, yeah. which friends are those? Well, that would be... We have many. Well, We're very popular. It was the Heart Center. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Now, did I, did I bookmark it or did I run away? I forget. I think I might have just ran away. Well, if we remember, the Heart Center is a fucking I Am group that also is big on the whole Essene thing. Essene thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they have a whole a four-page PDF on Sun Gazing Oh, that's basics. right. I downloaded that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Yeah, the Heart Center, an Aquarian Essene community that is uh, oh, just I am to shit. Oh, uh, contacts are fine as long as they are without UV protection. 
Wonderful. The same is true of glasses and windows. Jesus Christ. Okay. It's also very important to drink a glass of sun-charged water before and after sun-gazing because sun-gazing can be very cleansing and the water helps to remove the toxins. Ah, it's good to know. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was not, you know, the Heart Center didn't have much that we didn't hear at other places, right? I just wanted to mention them. Yeah. Yeah. So probably more than anyone else, there's this other feller. Oh, they do say... That um, very young children and babies should not sun gaze. That's responsible. Them to say. <laughs> no sun gazing for babies. You shouldn't do the fucking the the Simba thing. Just hold your hold your baby up no. at the sun. <sighs> so probably more than anyone else responsible for the practice of sun gazing is this feller named Hira Raten Manik or HRM. Is it Hira or Hira? I think it's Hira. We're okay. like English is like the only language that pronounces Hira Rotten Monarch. Hira Rotten Monarch. Something like that. Um or HRM. Or HRM. Herm. This shit is where it kind of gets bad. Right? Yeah. So like look. It's kind of my reaction to this whole thing. Herm. Yeah. Hmm. So look, I don't give a fuck if you stare at the sun. Like literally the only way you're gonna get hurt is if you're a stubborn fuck about it and you're doing it to prove like how tough you are and how you don't need to wear shirts on YouTube. For everyone else, like, look, it's going to hurt before it permanently hurts you. Like, don't do it. But as far as, like, harmful things go, it's, like, pretty harmless because you'll probably look away before it hurts you. Yeah. You know? Where it gets bad is where it starts getting mixed with what's called inedia, which is not eating. Um, also known as, like, breatharianism and shit. Source feeding. Source feeding, yeah. Because you get your food from either air or the sun. Uh -huh. and, this, and this dude, HRM, made famous the modern practice of sun gazing. And staring at the sun instead of eating it. So like the, all the methods that we've heard from sun gazing, the whole, you know, only in the morning and evening hours, all this shit, that's all the HRM method. It all comes from this one dude, Hira Raten Manek. And uh, this is the trailer of a movie, a documentary called Eat the Sun, which featured HRM fairly prominently. The actual energy I'm starting to feel is becoming richer and richer. I feel as though I'm just on the edge of something huge and wonderful. The Incans, the Aztecs, the Egyptians, everybody looked at the sun. Here today, don't look at the sun, you'll burn your eyeballs out. I first heard about sun gazing just doing searches on the internet. So my first couple of days doing it, I got really scared. I would see yellow patches all day long. Now I need to find out why it is, without any other disciplines, I'm ten times stronger. Since I've been sun gazing, I haven't been as hungry. So why do you sun gaze? When I first read your website, I mean, why not? And now I'm at a point where it's so many more minutes, 38 minutes versus two minutes is huge. And the sensations have been unbelievable. How could you possibly imagine what it could do? You can't. Even if you pay me a billion dollars, I will not eat. First I heard about HRM. Is they have not eaten as a command now. It can't be that. We didn't really find uh, abnormality anywhere except this uh, finding of MRI which showed uh, enlarged pineal gland. We can receive the nourishment and the energy that we need directly from the sun. <laughs> I don't think that that's going to be biochemically possible. Yeah. You feel better not eating. Oh, it's man. It's not. Um, no, it's, no, definitely. It's not. It's not possible. 
Uh, whenever you get a three-letter name, dude, that's when the fuck you know, by the way. Yes. So this is an article from a website called Space Daily, and it's under the section Space Travel. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, space Travel, NASA to study man who survives on liquids and sunlight. What? Who is dragging NASA into this? This is where that comes from. Willow, if you please. An Indian man who claims to have survived only on liquids and sunlight for eight years has been invited by NASA to show them how he does it. Hira, Hira Ratan Manik, also known as Hirachand, a 64-year-old mechanical engineer who lives in the southern state of Kerala, apparently started disliking food in 1992, <laughs> the Hindustan Times newspaper reported. In 1995, he went on a pilgrimage to the Himalayas and stopped eating completely on his return. His wife, Vimea, said, Every evening he looks at the sun for one hour without batting an eyelid. It is his main food. Occasionally, he takes coffee, tea, or some other liquid. Last June, scientists from the U.S. Space Agency verified that Monex spent 130 days surviving only on water, the report said. They even named the this sub this substance on water and solar energy after him the HRM phenomenon. Mr. Manek is now in the U.S. to show NASA scientists how he survives without food. The U.S. Space Agency hopes to use this technique to solve food storage and preservation problems on its expeditions, the report said. Mr. Manick said he eats through his eyes in the evening, when the sun's ultraviolet rays are least harmful. He, he and his wife claim that the technique is totally scientific. However, doctors warn that staring at the sun can make you blind. His wife said... He has a special taste for sun energy. He believes only 5% of human brain cells are used by most people. The other 95% can be activated through solar energy. I, I linked his website underneath it. I, yeah. So. Oh, that picture. Yeah, yeah. Oh, those sideburns. Yeah. He's dead now. So. Rest in peace. Yeah. So this guy... It's his method, like I said, that all these YouTubers are all about. The HRM method, they call it. It's essentially starts slow, right as the sun is rising, and right when it's setting. Okay, it's as reasonable as possible when it comes to staring at the fucking sun. Why However, is this website still maintained? I don't know. This dude sucks. Um, this dude claimed, He's fucking dead. Yeah, he's fucking dead. Uh, this dude claimed that through eating nothing but solar energy, he was able to survive without food. Only water, coffee, and for some fucking reason, the occasional glass of buttermilk. That's Ooh, buttermilk. what his diet consisted of. Uh, HRM, which by the way is calories. So like it's gross calories, but like, yeah. So I don't know what the fuck. Um, HRM also claimed that his amazing ability to sustain himself on nothing but the sun was studied by American scientists at the Jefferson Medical University and also claimed that he had been studied by NASA. Uh, couldn't find a single bit of evidence that any of that was true. He was studied, um, as part of a meditation study. Like he was, he participated in a meditation study, but it had nothing to do with his claims of Inedia. Um, a segment of his from that movie, uh, Eat the Sun, was cut after he was caught eating, quote, a large meal at a San Francisco restaurant. So he's just a liar and a, and a grifter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like that breatharian guy that we found who, like, secretly eats McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's the same fucking thing. And, like, HRM actually uh, 
apologize publicly <laughs> for that. Like, yeah. But like, yo, all the fucking comments I found online were like, I swear to God, who cares if he ate? Maybe he was hungry and shit like that. It's Man. fucking insane. This is funny. On his website, um, he links to a video by Dr. Colin A. Ross, research examining the power of the human stare and um, how to measure the eye's electromagnetic energy. I'm actually reading a book by Colin A. Ross right now. Oh, no now. shit. Yeah, called The Osiris Complex about people with... He did a lot of research into trauma and satanic ritual abuse stuff. Ah. Yeah. It's just funny to find that connection on this website. One big old network of... It is. He also links to the Heart Center on his website. Ah, yes. One big old network of assholes. And of course, Tanglewood Wellness Fasting Center. One big old... I'm going to call it a syndicate, actually. I believe that might be the correct... It's not yeah. a cabal, it's a fucking syndicate. I know that um, Colin A. Ross, he also did that whole like James Randi challenge because he wanted to prove that he could transmit messages like through his eyes, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. Let me just one, one moment. Yeah, he's, he claimed that he could send energy from his eyes that would cause a speaker to uh, sound a specific tone. <laughs> And that the eyes could be used for like some sort of like bio feedback mechanism, which is like probably not untrue in some way, but also what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I don't know what to make of all this. Um, You know what it reminds me of? Like these people that have these that make these claims. Oh, I'm surviving off the sun. I don't need food. In the Victorian era, there was this time of fasting girls mm. where a bunch of teenage girls more or less gained uh fame for claiming that they were not eating and usually there was like a, maybe a religious slant on it and people would come and visit and like look at these girls and it became sort of like their claim to fame and they didn't have to do anything or go to school or choose a husband or work around the house all they did all day was lay in the bed and they were famous for not eating even though they would usually they would snuck little bits of food obviously yeah but um like that that was just like a cultural phenomenon for a little bit is people trying to gain infamy off of like oh i'm miraculously surviving without food yeah that's why i mean i think that the vast majority of sun gazers aren't doing the breatharian thing no right but when it comes to the in what was it inedia 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 stuff it just reminds me a lot of that oh definitely i mean that's inedia is the um it means not eating yeah you know? it reminds me like what the name for that is is it's not anorexia nervosa it's anorexia mirabilis hmm. and it's connected a lot to like um nuns or saints and religious phenomena yeah yeah yeah. and this idea that like you can miraculously go without food and it's this spiritual phenomena well oh that's interesting because like that's part of like the fucking um like the vision quest or, or vigil is like you you fast and that's what induces the visions and shit mm-hmm at which, like, yeah, it will, yeah. Well, it's also interesting that one of the most famous, like, breatharians, I don't know what, if she's a sun gazer, in fact, she's the opposite, Jasmine. Oh, yeah. She runs dark room retreats, and that's her whole thing, is bringing people into a dark space for nine days and nine nights with no food, just juice, and you're in a dark room with tribal music playing, 
I'm pretty sure Om Shinrikyo did the same shit. Yeah. yeah. So her whole thing is like, you know, source feeding, being able to survive off of the source. And it's interesting, though, that she is very passionate about her dark room retreats because then the people come out of the dark room retreats and there's it's like coming out of the cave. Like, oh, my God, I didn't know this, this world was so beautiful. Oh, my God, the fresh air, the colors. Oh, it's so great. We'll talk about fucking Jasmine. Yeah, today. we will. We sure fucking will. So that's what I got about sun gazing. I think it's just staring at the fucking sun. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? I've been confused this whole time. Yeah, you know, I, it's just I didn't I didn't find much. I thought there'd be more interesting shit. And maybe there is, maybe it just didn't like look hard enough, but like, I don't know. That's pretty basic. Yeah, yeah. It would what be if, interesting to hear some testimonials of people who say that like, oh, this really did it for them. Like, I mean, there, like there are. Yeah, and there, yeah. there's plenty. And most of them are probably pretty boring and run of the mill. Like, oh, I feel just less tired and I mean, more I energized. And probably part of that is just having the discipline to stick to something and like have a, a morning and evening routine in some regard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? I mean, dude, there's so many. You, There's like homeboy with his one, my one month sun gazing update and the thumbnail he chose for this. It's like his eyes are rolled back in his head, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, you got, you got these dudes saying it's helping their boners. It's fucking, oh, you got this guy. Another, this is a shirtless dude in Africa. I, dude, literally. It, they're all shirtless. They're all fuck. It's fucking hilarious. Like, it really is just, like, you search sun gazing on YouTube, and you just, it's just a bunch of dudes trying to look jacked in front of a camera and fucking... Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do we think about the Three of Pentacles? What I said at the beginning, really, it's like the, to me, it represents um, the online community around this. Yeah, like the self-reinforcing. Yeah. Yeah, it's because it's like, it's the whole hrm study just being reported like passed around and like self like referenced self-referential and shit it's like right they're just kind of building so there's this um there's this latvian youtuber and conspiracy theorist he's like a, a raw meat person oh yeah he goes to vegan events and like freaks people out by eating raw meat there his, what an, his what name an is asshole. what a um, dickhead holy shit but like he's also a sun gazer, yeah, yeah. which is interesting to me because Vinny Pinto also had like a, a, raw, a raw meat thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is like this overlap between these certain like subcultures that are off the beaten path. Like your family's going to look at you a bit weird if you drink your own pee, if you're yeah. eating raw meat, if you're staring at the sun, if you're waking up early to go outside and like barefoot staring at the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's and it's also it is about. It's really wrong-headed self-improvement shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same... It's like... It's gym bros and wellness people and the this sort of... It's like the reverse three of pentacles. It's like you're, tra <laughs> yes. you're, you're trying to fucking build something up or, like, like fix problem, but you're just kind of spinning on a road to nowhere and just, like, mm -hmm. bouncing off repeated um, falsehoods that have just, like, become so prominent and shit. What I didn't mention is, like, also, like, that HRM feller is, like... He was in What the Bleep Do We Know and shit like that. You know, it's What's that? Oh, What the Bleep? That was um fucking Homegirl, um, Channel C Atlantean, um, Bromtha. Oh, it's like a documentary? It's, yeah, it's like half like a fictional movie yeah, about yeah, this yeah. woman finding herself. I'm vaguely familiar. And the other half is just like interviews with grifters. It's presented very well, at least it was in like 2004 when it came out. But it's Jay-Z Knight. 
and she's an awful fucking grifter who mm-hmm. has very strong connections to what I'm just going to call the syndicate and uh, you did sovereign citizen bullshittery and all that Q and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really touch on like the connection between sun gazing and that because... Well, it's implicit. It's implicit. It's, yeah, <laughs> At it's this implied. Point. But yeah, I think the Three of Pentacles is like this, it's... Yeah, yeah, it actually it refers to like a lot of how people get wrapped up in sent in that direction, just kind of trying to like honestly trying to improve themselves and trying to find like meaning and shit, but just kind of bouncing off nonsense. Well, yeah, and it becomes an echo chamber at some point yeah. if you see all of these other like oh shirtless good looking dudes talking about how it's really benefited yeah, their could, lives. I could be like that guy. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Definitely. Well, folks. Yeah, I think that uh yeah that does it for sun gazing. If you like what we do, we have a Patreon channel. We do have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash The Nonsense Bazaar. We have a bonus series called The Corkboard Bazaar. This week we talked about DMT hyperspace and the eBay stalking scandal in 2019, where eBay just straight up psyoped a couple. Mm-hmm. I think our next bonus is going to be about the Mormon monarch. Fuck yeah. yeah. I don't know what that is, but hell yeah. Yeah, and we have a Discord server on there too for our patrons, and you can get access to that for $5 a month. Or more if you so choose. We appreciate the support and thank you to everyone who has already supported us. Yeah, follow deep to yeah. Tune in next week. I'm not gonna tell you to follow us to search, but just tune in next week. How about that? See you in I the Badlands. See you in the Badlands? Yeah. I was talking over you when you said that, but that's a good that's a good line. <laughs> Alright, peace guys. Peace. <laughs>